All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Heaven on Earth podcast. My name is Bryce Crawford, and I'm here with my brother and friend, David Ladding. What? <laughs> and that, I'm so excited that he's coming on. First guest ever on the podcast. Um, I'm excited. He's, he's, he's the best, and I'm excited to just have him come, come on here and talk about intimacy with Christ, tell him a little bit about his story, and uh, the impact and powerfulness of intimacy with Christ. But before we get into it, um, we're just going to start this off with prayer. Um, so, David, would you like to open us in prayer? I would like to, but I'd love to. Beautiful. All right. Let us pray, friend. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this day, Jesus. Guide us in what to say. Help us recall revelation you have given us. And let us give it to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, I'm excited for you to be on here. Um, I just think it's really weird that we became friends in February. And you've yeah. lived like 15, 20 minutes for me the entire time. <laughs> and I, 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 like, I had no idea. Um, I had no idea either. <laughs> but I, just, I was thinking about that this morning. Um, and as I was just, I was looking um, back at some old stuff, just trying to like, Re research a little bit more about your life like pre you coming to Christ because that's I mean that's all I've known you as it's just as just this Jesus loving guy um but you you were atheist before before you became Christian is that correct I was confused <laughs> tell us a little so, bit more about it um, yes I was a skeptic I, I I was cynical. <laughs> I still struggle with it. Christ is killing it, but um, I'm a very cynical person. I'm hard to believe. Um, not when I say something, but when other people tell me something. So Christ, Jesus, God, He was always talked about in my life. Um, I mean, I knew about God before I knew how to count to four. Like I was raised in a private school. Um, went to church went to a youth group i went to wednesday night. i went to everything um but around fifth grade i was like this i gotta know if this is real um because to me at first it kind of sounded like some baloney a magical man in the sky who i can't see conveniently controls everything conveniently and if you don't believe him you go to hell so good luck you know it sounds like yeah. oh gosh what and so i did uh, i did a lot of research starting in fifth grade um i would watch debates um i would i would do research while kids were playing call of duty i was like strange i was so desperate to find out if god was real i remember being in the hall of my middle school scooting back on my chair you know like it wasn't a rolly chair but i was like we were moving classrooms and i remember i was sitting on my chair and like pushing like running backwards like this on my chair but i was so angry i was like devil if you're real prove to yourself prove to me that you're real make this the worst year of my life and i was exposed to pornography that year I wanted to kill myself um i suicidal thoughts just all these nuts things like for a fifth grader you know um and 
you know, God protected me from 99% of the devil's attacks. He gave me like 1%, you know, because I'm a little fifth grader who was in ignorance. Um, but man, that, that killed me. Um, and from sixth grade to eighth grade, I kind of went numb. I didn't really care. Um, just was living the middle school life. Then went to ninth grade. Um, I had to survive in high school from going to 26 people in my class to going to almost 300, 400. I had to survive the social hierarchy. And so I, I was mean. Um, I left my old friends from middle school I because I had a couple guys who went to my high school from my middle school, totally ditched them. Um, every place I went to, I remember JROTC, I did my best to excel at that. Um, like to become as good as possible at everything. I had this really obsessive personality. I had, thank God. So if I got into something, I would go full force. So JRTC, I went full force. I went so full force, I buzzed my head. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Um, and then I got to soccer, I made the soccer team. And as soon as I made the soccer team, I said, see ya to ROTC ditched all those guys um and we went full-on soccer i grinded and grinded and grinded and by this point i'm still watching porn like here grinding and grinding and grinding and then i made this like elite soccer team called sccl it was like the new league and um it was legit it was my sophomore year and i was like on i got accepted on varsity i lettered um i oh man I grinded. <laughs> then my knee came out. Uh, my platella shifted out of place. I remember I was juggling with my friend, which means kicking the ball up and down with the soccer ball, whatever. I, I was just messing around and my knee came out. Like it snapped like celery. And I tried to stand up and I couldn't. And I remember that moment. I was like, what do I do? So for six months, I was alone. And because of that incident, I was reminded of God once more. Because what do lukewarms do when they need Jesus? They only have, when they have, when only, only when they have a problem, they go to him. And so I had a problem and I was lukewarm. So I was like, you know what? Oh, wait, sorry. I missed a big part of my testimony. I hate telling my testimony, but it's okay. I do it for you, Bryce. Um, so before my knee injury, when I was in eighth grade going into ninth, yeah, this is like the biggest part. <laughs> Whoops. I went to this, I went to this forward street. Yeah, backtrack, time travel, um, multiverse. I, um, I, um, I went to this retreat in the mountains. This, sorry, this is my eighth grade year going to my ninth grade year. So forget all the soccer stuff. That doesn't happen yet. Wink, wink. So my eighth grade year to my ninth grade year, I, um, I was so wanting to know God. And like I said, um, and I went to this fall retreat and I, I think I experienced the word um, on top of a mountain. He encountered me. Um, I remember after I encountered the Lord, I accepted that he was real. Because remember, I was struggling. God's not real. But then I, at that moment, I accepted, all right, Lord, you're real. 
um, through this crazy Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit encounter. Um, and I got obsessed with the Lord for like three, four months, then forgot about him again. So now we're back on soccer. My leg busts out. Um, this is my sophomore year in high school. And I'm like, wow, like God's real. I forgot about him. So I just, you know, started researching the Lord again, going to church a little bit more, paying attention. I remember I got a journal <laughs> to write stuff down. I thought it was so awesome. And um, then I got healed uh, after like six months of therapy, physical therapy. And I forgot about God once more, started playing again, started playing. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I put on a good front. Everyone thought I was a Christian because I would even talk about Jesus. Um, I remember I led, I led two, two kids to Christ in my Spanish class and I wasn't even saved. That was my junior year. Uh, so my junior rolls around um, playing soccer, going crazy. And I'll be so vulnerable. Bro, I was the worst kid in high school. I was super manipulative. I didn't even know it, but I was. And I was so selfish. <laughs> oh, man. I remember there's these two really pretty girls, bro. And, oh, geez, I'm about to expose myself. There's these two really pretty girls. And this is my junior year of high school. And um, I was like, man, like, I really like both of them. And um, so I started talking to one. Um, and she was super nice, super sweet um but she it was like really hard to get to her I was like man this is really annoying like I have to I have to keep on the conversation <laughs> and so I went to the other pretty girl and um <laughs> we talked and we just clicked like that and so I just ghosted the other one. Oh, and in two weeks I started dating this other girl and um I became I'm just a messed up kid I didn't, I didn't even know I was just stupid and um I started dating this girl um, and she becomes my obsession. Um, you know, we never did anything bad. Um, she's a freaking great girl too. Um, but like, I don't know, she just became my idol. And then I broke up with her. This is my junior year. I broke up with her. Um, just because, you know, it's a little, it's a high school relationship. <laughs> um, we, we are both kind of like, immature you know thought it was like the biggest thing in the world um broke up with her and i had this tiktok account with her so me and her did this tiktok account is this making sense i'm kind of trying to piece this together yeah you're good day, it's making sense day, i promise i have to write down my testimony because i have no words to tell them in the story <laughs> uh, just because my story some people are like i was smoking meth which i don't think you can do that then I came to Christ. Mine's like, yeah, over a period of eight years, I came to Jesus. So it's kind of harder to tell. But um, so this girl and I, I broke up with her. Um, and I was like, I had this TikTok account. And it was me and her. And um, obviously, I like, I don't want to like keep that account. Like I broke up with this girl, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to keep on like, I don't know, that's weird, right? So I delete this account, basically, like all the videos, but I still have like 17,000 followers. So I was like, what can I do? 
I'll talk about God. And so I made a video. I remember I was like, today, guys, I'm switching my, my, um, my content and I'm going to be talking about Jesus. And I, I had no other motive. Like I wanted people to know about Jesus, you know, like I wasn't like, this would give me followers. No, like I was like, you know, Jesus is awesome. Um, you know, I'll talk about him. And that video got like popped off. It got like 300,000 views in like two days. I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, people like this. And so I was like, well, you know, I guess I have to fulfill my promise, you know? So I just kept making videos about Jesus and they were really cringy. Like God loves you. Oh, do the smaller, you know, <laughs> oh, geez, dude, you need, there's only like four TikTokers. Like it was like Elijah lamb, amen alex and grayson beard like that bearded like that was it no joke and then this guy named jacob coin and that was it i'm not joking like there was no other christian tiktokers bro like it was just us uh beginning of 2020 like covid just hit like oh like school just went out and um so i started making christian tiktoks um and dude Oh man, this is where my testimony gets nuts. Because again, like I said, I wasn't saved. I do not think if I died, I would not be going to heaven. Wow. Um, so my my question, because yeah. it'll continue on in your testimony. My question is, was that moment of, you know, because everyone's inside, your your genuine heart is for people wanting to know God. So we know yeah. that, we know your heart is like, I want people to know about God. People are all on their phones and you're sitting there like, was this the moment where you were like, I have to equip myself to be able to teach others about it? Not even. No. <laughs> Dude, my, I'm telling you, my story is insane. So basically, and it, it gets foggy, bro. Like, I remember making videos about Jesus. And because, I mean, I broke up with this girl, but it was still hard for me because I was like, did I make the right decision? And um, this also shows you where my heart was at. A human relationship ended my mental state. Um, that's how weak I was. That's how, honestly, how pathetic my life was. That a human relationship ended my entire thinking, my emotional state, my soul it crushed me. And I'm the one who broke up with this girl, you know, that's how weak I was. Um, and that's not a bad thing, but it just shows you where my heart was at. Like, I didn't know Jesus. Like, I really didn't. Um, and I'm not saying, oh, if you go through heartbreak, you don't know God. I'm not saying that. Um, it's complicated, but I'll explain that later. So to answer, because I know this podcast is, this is not just David's testimony. It's about intimacy. <laughs> um definitely get on it and is there a time limit for this i'm so sorry no, no not at all some kids are going to be on here for like three hours buckle <laughs> up i'm kidding okay okay dude. um no so i would make tiktoks i wasn't even thinking about equipping other people i was literally just using the one-liners i've heard in my mega church like the ones that aren't even biblical, like I would make some cool little looking video and be like, God gives the strongest battles to the his strongest soldiers. 
like that the quotes like that you know they don't even in the bible they just sound cool or like the, um, the teacher's silent during the test like yeah stuff like that talk about? <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, which i do agree with that one that one's biblical but um <laughs> happens to me all the time um but dude um this guy named connor hughes He's my young life leader. I will never forget this man. He changed my life. He said he, he, because I would never speak in my TikToks. Like, I, dude, I didn't speak. I would only use the texts. And I had like 200,000 followers from like the text. So I'm two months into making TikToks. Two months in from making TikToks. That's it. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. <laughs> and... He goes, David, you should speak in your TikTok, like actually talk. I was like, that's a stupid idea. But then after two days, I was like, you know what? I'll talk, I'll speak. And bro, that changed the course of my life. Um, bro, I'm a, I'm a testimony of God's grace. <laughs> I'm just one tall loser who the tiktoks and god's like here's a career um so <laughs> um by by speaking that's when it got complicated because i'm like okay i don't know what to say like i don't want to say something wrong and that's when i really started saying okay this is real and I saw like a comment or something on my phone and um, on one of my videos, it says, go watch the passion of the Christ. I was like, bro, I'll watch that. And so one night, um, again, I'm starting to realize like my, 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 my words have weight. Um, and I watched the passion of the Christ this one night. And <laughs> when they started beating Jesus, I have never cried so hard. I have you ever seen Lord of the Rings and Smeagol? Yeah. So like I imagine myself now looking back, I felt like Smeagol. I was I remember backing in the corner of the room, literally like pushing against the wall. I wasn't going anywhere, but my feet were moving. You know, I was crying, saying, No, no, because I I'm the one who put Jesus there. Wow. And they would whip the flesh off his back. And I was like, that's the most I've cried. And I have felt sad in my entire life. Like I thought I cried and was saddened because the, the breakup I had, bro, bro, that ended me. And afterwards, bro, the whippings, they put Jesus in the tomb. I thought that was the end of the movie. And I walk in my kitchen, just like, just drenched in like tears and sweat and just, anguish and then I hear birds chirping and I look back at the TV this is so dumb no it's not it's not dumb this is awesome Jesus love you you're amazing the the tomb rolls back and it starts playing the song the resurrection and the drums go and like Jesus you just see him walk out of the grave and it's like this glorious light in this choir just singing, you know? 
And at that moment, bro, I'm in my kitchen. I fall to my knees and I start bowing. Bro, Jesus was in front of me. Like my eyes were closed, but I was, I was bowing at his feet in full repentance, but absolute victory. Wow. Like I walked away from that movie born again. Wow. Like that's when I was born again. Um, and <laughs> I made Elijah land like for the first time, like two days later. And I tell that story. And at this time, I had like 400,000 followers on TikTok. And Elijah Lamb looks at me and he's like, you've been preaching to 400,000 people not even being saved? Bro, what the heck? <laughs> Literally, dude. And um, from then on in my life, I have so many moments and memories of just insane encounters with Jesus. So, yeah. But I want to ask me, hit me with another question. What's another core question I can answer? Say, how actually help people? No, absolutely no. I, I genuinely think this is going to help a lot of people because I'm going to be honest. Um, like you have you have such a big voice in in the Christian community, especially on social media, and and now branching out. We know you do ministry and have been speaking and traveling. Praise God! But people people get to see like at, at least this online presence of you. You know, like like even even outside of christian christian tiktok as they call it right it's like people only get to see an online version of a lot of people um that are just in the public eye but you're like telling them the raw like this is what my life actually looked like so i think people yeah. are gonna look at you and go man like even even every human being that we interact with is broken but has potential for the kingdom bro every yeah. person and there's I, a secret of being the top person in the kingdom of god but we'll get that to the end. It'll be the last Beautiful. nugget. So, so, all right. So, so then after this moment, right? You, you, so you meet Elijah, and then, and then, is this where? Because I know you. Every time I talk to you or ask you a question, <laughs> you're like, "Bro, go watch this YouTube video," or like, <laughs> or like, "Bro, go." You're like, "Bro, go read this," or like, and you will literally send me a video that is two and a half hours long. I yeah. remember you go, you, I, we got done eating dinner and you're like, bro, go watch this series. I'm like, all right, Dan Moeller, School of Kingdom Living, 200 two. plus episodes and every episode is two and a half hours long. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a David thing. And so I, and I listen to him all the time. I love yeah. it. And, but I'm saying like, you spent so much time watching these videos and researching and the analogies that the Lord just uses through you and like shines through you are incredible. Um, so I want to talk about that because you, like you said, you said you left this movie born again. And it's like now, so this point on, you're encouraged to seek intimacy with Christ. <sighs> At what point were you encouraged to seek intimacy with him? And, and what did that look like? Because I think, I think one of the first times we met, I asked you, I was, I was like, bro, like, you know, you have a lot of wisdom and you were like, I locked myself in my room and just like, just like study and, and yeah. sought after it. So I want to know more about that. Like, tell us about that. Uh, I'm actually, it's so funny because 
during COVID, I would spend three to six, two to four hours a day walking in this field in Marietta, Georgia, called the Meadows. I would walk there for, like, like I said, hours and just listen to Francis Chan and Paul Washer, um, David Platt, mainly Francis, like 95% Francis. That's why I like, always make jokes about Francis Chan. It's because like, like, oh, I love Francis. It's because like, he literally discipled me for a year and a half. But um, I would go to this field and yeah, bro, I would listen to sermons from 2010 and 2008 and 2006 um, when Francis Chan had hair. And <laughs> just ancient I'm just kidding. Um, and I would listen to his sermons and then I would encounter the Lord. So I walked there for probably, probably 150 days, I feel like. Wow. Like estimately. I encountered I encountered the Lord there probably eight times. So out of 150 days, I encountered the Lord eight times um that's one way of intimacy is listening to videos for hours but here it's funny it's amazing that you want me to talk about intimacy because i'm learning so much about it right now even more intimacy is not what we think with jesus it's intimacy is not listening to a video for two and a half hours long that's not intimacy intimacy is not walking in a field for two and a half hours listening to different preachers because not a lot of people like that's that doesn't appeal to them at the time that's the only thing that got me through the day was the lord walking with the lord but now bro the lord's shifted my intimacy i'm actually going in my closet with no lights no music and sitting there and it's hard for me because i'm used to walking in a field being dramatic listening to hans Zimmer, like lord you know but now i'm in my room and i'm like Okay. What's up, God? Uh, did you have a good day today? You know, like, um, but dude, intimacy is this. There's a man who was searching for God. Every day he would say, Lord, where are you? I seek you with my full heart. He looks for God in books. Doesn't find him. He looks for God in a, a cathedral. Doesn't find him. He looks for God on top of a mountain, 10-mile hike, doesn't find him. This man is discouraged. He's tired. He's done all this tedious work to find the Lord, and there's no answer. And so he's walking down the mountain, and he sees a lake. He's like, I'll rest there. The sun's setting. It's a nice, warm, but cool day. And he grabs a smooth, cold rock. And he flings it across the water. And he skips the rock. He breathes out. He grabs another rock. He tosses it in hand. And he catches it again. And right before he's about to throw it, he hears a small voice. He says, hey. Can I skip a rock with you? Can I skip rocks with you? I was like, what? 
what in the world? Ignores it. He lets another rock, rock, rock skip. He picks up another rock and he hears the voice again. Hey, let me skip rocks with you. He's like, what the? And he just throws one more rock. And right before he picks up another rock, he hears the voice. Dan, let me skip rocks with you. And so Dan said, okay, Lord, I'll skip rocks with you. He grabbed another rock and skipped it. That last throw was intimacy with the Lord. It's that simple. <laughs> my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Intimacy with God is not a formula. There's no microwave plan to it. There's nothing that you can do to desire it. There's no, there's no form. There's no technique. It's a relationship. It's you and the Lord. Man, you love to, to go run? Go run with the Lord. You love to draw, draw with the Lord. Like talk to him continually. I don't go more than, I don't, I don't pray for more than 20 minutes. I don't, but I never go 20 minutes without praying. That's from, that's a quote from um, either Ravenhill or Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth, yes. I don't pray for more than 20 minutes, but I never go 20 minutes without praying. Wow. Bro, I'm finding intimacy with the Lord is not what we think. There's no formula. It's just simply skipping rocks with Jesus. Wow. Does that make sense? That makes absolutely perfect sense. And also, it's understanding your identity. Because so many people think they have to get right with the Lord, and then then he'll spend it like, okay, you know, Chris, he did all of this for me. Now I'll, I'll spend time. No, like you have been washed by the blood of Jesus. Like the mention of his name, Jesus, Jesus, he's here. The, the mention, at the mention of his name, he's here. Jesus. Yeah. Even now, I want to end the podcast and go spend time with the Lord. But I won't do that. I'll stay here, friend. That's encouraging. But, that's encouraging. Uh, man. Wow. That's good. Can I answer your question? Yeah, that gets me excited. Like, I've got, I've got like, chills right now. That gets me excited. Um, I, wow. I was actually really encouraged by that because that story I heard when you told me to go watch another hour-long video uh, about Dan. and, and his, Dan Bowman. That's and, a real story. Wow, he's a, he's an incredible, incredible. Oh yeah, dude! Oh. <laughs> I love the way he speaks. Dude. It's so funny. He's so um, funny. So yeah, intimacy. So so that's what you're learning now. So I, I want to time travel back um, to what we were talking about earlier, with okay. after you met after you met Elijah, right? Because because I feel like. A lot of times, a lot of times, and, and I could be wrong, but when, when it comes to intimacy, people are like, I got to, I got to know everything about God. Like, I just have to understand everything. And so yeah. they focus more on this intellectual relationship. You know, they're just like knowledge, 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 
like facts, facts, facts. Oh, it's good. But you focus on this, like, man, just skipping rocks with the Lord, like just yes. dwelling with the Lord. Um, but, but, you know, going back after you meet Elijah, you said, you know, you were a preacher of 400,000 people without being saved. Now you're born again. You're meeting Elijah. I, I know you're encouraged right now. So, so what's next? What happens after that moment, right? You meet Elijah and you're like, okay, what, what happens after that moment? What happens after that moment? I don't know. Like, so it's different. Um, it's, I want to know what happened after that moment. <laughs> Intimacy. <laughs> I began to know my dad in every moment. Um, intimacy i have been offered to speak at stadiums no joke um conferences i've spoken at conferences with people from four states you know like from groups across the u.s offered to be flown out to different countries to preach um organizations reach out to me it was so awesome right had a million followers i'm an influencer <laughs> on, on social media um i've met all of my heroes francis chan nick voyaget um ed newton um yeah um annie bird like all these guys are just rock stars in the faith i'm trying to meet lou engel like what you know and none of that matters dang all of that is absolute garbage when it comes to spending time with dad with the lord like all of it's garbage i um i met nick voyage she's the reason why i'm an evangelist um, he changed my life and I met him and not only did I meet him he called me on stage and I spoke with him my hero on stage and I got to pray with him I got on my knees on stage at his event like how does that happen I don't know um, and after that happened I was in the car and I'm sharing this with a select few who are listening because I believe it is beneficial. Like I don't openly talk about all this stuff because it's cringe, but I'm saying it because it will help you. Um, like after I had that moment, <laughs> I remember it was in my car and realizing how garbage it all is if God isn't here. Like if God's not with me, like the only thing that matters is being a friend of God. Like, you know who the greatest leaders are in Gen Z? Seriously. I don't know who they are. I don't know their names. But it's not Elijah Lamb. It's not David Ladding. Because we are not the greatest servers. Like, the only thing that matters is intimacy with the Lord and being a servant to everyone. Like, 
the only thing that matters is being a servant, is having intimacy. Again, I want to repeat this. The only thing that matters in your walk with Jesus is being a friend of God. And that's not something you have to earn. It's simply something you have to recognize that's already been given to you. Like, intimacy is the only thing that matters in the Christian walk. I've said that like eight times, but it's the only thing that matters. Maybe people don't know how to be intimate, but how do you be intimate with a friend? Like, if something's on my mind, I tell the Lord, like, God, like, these thoughts are killing me. Like, God, like, I wanted to, like, kill myself. Like, I don't want that. God, like, these people hate me, and I'm tired. Like, you tell him everything. And when you have nothing to tell him, you thank him. God, thank you for making me new. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And this throughout the day, thank you, Lord, for saving me. And I'm even realizing right now, that's why, like, the internet and TikTok and video games, they're just so deadly to your walk. And it's they're not a bad thing, but they just rip away intimacy. The devil's biggest distraction is entertainment, and he switches entertainment for intimacy. Like, bro, I've wasted so many hours on pointless stuff for a boost of steroid. Is that what it's called? The happy emotion chemical? Bro, it's all found in Jesus. Yeah. So... Yeah, does that answer your question? No, absolutely. So you you hinted on something that I kind of want to shift into as like a last surrounding topic um, before we sure. close out is is like that people hating you. <laughs> um, we <laughs> talked about it. I've talked about it with you. Um, that that you know that that persecution, that online hatred you know, the threats and everything. Cause I know when you started, when you started really talking and obeying the Lord, like you were getting sought after, even when I was doing like trying to scroll back, find more videos and just like find out a little bit more about who you were pre pre you, like just the, the comments that people were taught literally from a week ago, like a week ago, people are going that far down just to mess with you. You know, and it's like, how did the persecution affect your intimacy in a good way? How did the persecution encourage you to seek the feet of Jesus? Matthew 5. Let's read it. Oh, baby. I know exactly what you're about to say. That's one of my favorite verses because you encouraged me with this. Yeah. Matthew 5, 3 through 10. Blessed are those poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I was poor in spirit, 
and I believe the word of God. So I have the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. I mourned and I was comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I am learning to be meek and I will never arrive perfectly in that area. But what does inherit the earth mean? In this life or the next, who knows? Just kidding, it's the next life. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. That's all oh, that we could all go into a massive thing about that. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who persecute you and revile you. Say all kinds of evil falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For they who persecute you, the prophets, blah, blah, blah. They're persecuted before you. Prophets were persecuted before you. Just like that. Boom, bop. Bing bong. Um, dude, what? Like, that's nuts. Um, so basically, when people comment, I just get more XP in heaven. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's really about, like, I had this weird, like, whenever I became a Christian, like, I, I've always loved the thought of, like, <laughs> getting hated on. And like it just like flames to me, man. Like it, I'm weird like that. Like like literally before I had a platform, before like I like start preaching heavily about Jesus. Um, I never. I like I I've always wanted people to like hate me for Jesus, and it sounds so weird, but um, it doesn't bother me one bit. Like it's honestly, it's honestly an honor. <laughs> like, like what like because it's not them it's demons who hate you so demons recognize who you are like for me personally i don't want to be some no name in the kingdom of god does that mean like no name in the fact of being like i never did anything like demons aren't afraid of me does that make sense yeah like the fact that demons it's because it's it's demons that are like hate me because it's manifestations, because those people, if they knew Jesus, they wouldn't be talking like that, you know, so it's not them, it's something else, um, so these demons, these things that hate me, like, there's thousands of them who comment, and who hate me, and like, bro, that's so lit, in my opinion, in my opinion, and that's like, not everybody, I've met some people who like, get hyped about that, but bro, like, for me, it's never been a problem. I've cried once, and because it was one of my closest friends, was like, "You need to stop." And even then, it wasn't even that big of a deal. I was just searching for drama. Um, <laughs> dude, God is so insane. Thank you, Jesus. But yeah, so <laughs> I don't really know. I've always liked persecution. Like I remember you called me, and you're like got like your face like hit i was like i wish that was me <laughs> like yeah. what you know like that's so sick like i want to be shoved bro i want to be pushed i want to be spit on there's that video of that guy like baptizing in the lake and like the lgbt community is like throwing stuff and spray paint like hey 
Like, Dad's like, I don't want to do that. Like, how sick is that? <laughs> Glory. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dang, dude. I'll say this, and I'll be done with this. But this can encourage a lot of people. The stoning of Stephen. Mm. Stephen's getting stoned. And he looks up and he sees Jesus. And he goes, behold, the son of man, I see standing, standing at the right hand of God. Every, like basically every other account of Jesus in heaven, Jesus is sitting. Do you understand that? Jesus is standing. So I almost picture Jesus standing, looking at Stephen saying, that's my kid. He's mine. I'm proud. My end goal is to make Jesus stand. Wow. Not just say, well done, but like stand up and say, well done. And so when I get perse persecuted, it's like, They're only fulfilling my dreams. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really care. I really don't care. So I love it. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. I want to make Jesus stand. Yay. I love that. I remember you telling me that um, even back, back in April when everything was going down, I just remember you being with me. And and even before before everything happened, I remember you saying that. And and every time I talk to you, you're just like, man, read Acts, read Stephen. Like that's encouraging, and and I love that. Um, I so, love you. Oh, I love you. I can't wait to see you, um, dude. To close us out, I feel I feel like this is the closer for everyone. Like every podcast I, I listen to. This is like a, a, a very common closer. I normally would never do this, but um, I really cherish your words and your words have weight. So I'm going to ask this common question, but if there's one thing that you can leave everyone right now, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be about intimacy. If there's one thing, whether it's encouragement or an analogy or one thing, what would you leave these people Let's go skip rocks with jesus <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go, yeah. go just go grab a rock and skip it with jesus that's like i do man i love that it, yes yeah, you better love it i'm just kidding <laughs> dang well david thanks for coming on here Thanks for inviting uh, dude, and sharing a piece of your testimony and just telling these people uh, your walk with intimacy with the Lord and how it's affected your walk and, and what it should look like with others. Um, so, guys, thank you so much. This is episode four of the Heaven on Earth podcast. I'm Bryce Crawford. This is David Ladding. Um, you can check David out. Well, look up David Ladding. Um, on Instagram or or on on TikTok, um, 
and our Instagram account is Heaven on Earth Pod. Um, so follow it to stay updated with new episodes. Um, but thank you guys for listening or watching this. And thank we'll you, see you guys, next time.